Howdy, and welcome to Your Why, Season 5, Episode 2. We're back at it again with Hannah today, talking more about her personal story, her personal why, um, and some personal stories of impact. Um, we're really excited about um, just to jump in and talk about this. I love these kind of episodes where we get to talk more personal um, like this. And so today's episode, again, is brought to you by Chapelwood's own bookstore. They are partnering with Boomtown Coffee, which is a local small business that not only roasts their own bean, but have several retail locations in the Houston area. Their bean is direct sourced as well as ethnically produced. I'm still drinking on this mocha. I'm uh, still drinking on the vanilla latte. And Mine's almost gone. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, it's been really hard. Um, I always find it hard not to just like gulp it down because uh, it's so good. But I'm like, no, I need this to last me. Uh, I know. through the recording. So I know. <laughs> um, I'm pacing myself, but I'm fighting every urge right now. Um, they're really great. Um, and I would just encourage y'all to go down there, um, check it out, um, talk with Bobby, talk with Sam, who's always down there. They're two great people. Um, really encourage y'all to go hang out in the bookstore. We're back um, again with you, um, and I'll let you lead it off with just talking about how you personally got involved with Houston Welcomes Refugees. Yes. Well, like many Houstonians, um, I love food. I love going out to eat, trying different foods, trying new restaurants. That is our passion, my husband and I's passion. So this all started with food. Um, my husband and I were watching Anthony Bourdain's special on Houston. And in that, we were just thinking we're going to get some cool restaurant recommendations. Um, instead, God used that to convict us um, to go out and reach the refugees in Houston. Because in his special, he spoke a lot about the refugees living here in Houston, which we had no idea. We lived in the Heights, worked downtown. You kind of get in your little bubble in Houston. And I didn't realize that there are refugees even living here. So God used that special to just um, convict us and draw our hearts towards refugees in Houston. So from there, we um, started volunteering with one of the resettlement agencies, met a refugee family there and became really close friends with them for about two and a half years. Um, they moved out of further out of town, so we don't see them as often, but I mean, celebrating birthdays, Easter, Christmas, Iftar, some of their, um, their holidays from their culture, which was really cool and special. And then we took a class called Perspectives on World Missions. Have you, are you familiar with that Yes, class? I am, yes. Yes. So we took that. We had a friend that were like, oh, you're working with refugees? Have you taken Perspectives? And we're like, no, we'll take it. We had no idea what it was. It was just about God's heart for the nations. And um, God just kept putting people and um, different Bible studies and just was just convicting us on his love for the nations. And as we learned that, he just lit our hearts on fire for that. So... God just kind of, we did not intend to be in this <laughs> position and, and working refugees, but God just kept hurting our hearts for refugees. So it's been cool um, to just see his hand in all of this, because I don't think if you asked me 10 years ago where I would be working, it maybe wouldn't have been here at Houston Welcomes Refugees, but it's been a joy. And so about nine months ago, I um, took the position at Houston Welcomes Refugees as the executive director, and it has been a joy um, to serve in this way, but also just to meet volunteers who are excited to serve refugees as well. 
Yeah. Well, and I think it's so funny because I've had the privilege of, we've been doing this podcast now for over two years, which is crazy, but like we've been doing this for over two years now and I've had the privilege of sitting down with a lot of amazing people who've done a lot of amazing things. And whenever we talk about their personal story, that if there's one theme that I could pull out from all those stories that I've heard, it's that I never thought I'd be here. Or even the phrase of 10 years, like if you'd asked me 10 years ago, would I be doing this? No, I would say no, I wouldn't. And it's just so cool. And I think it's such a reminder to me how much God is just in control, right? And God knows way before we do what we need to be doing um, and how he's going to be working, right? And so that's just, I don't know, that's just a really cool thing that, you know, again, to hear from you um, talking about that, that's awesome. And like how it just started off with food, right? Exactly. (laughs) God can use anything to move your heart. Yeah. I mean, and that's incredible. And um, yeah, so I think, again, I, I hope that the listener gets encouragement from that as well, that like, man, who knows where God's going to call you from and, you know, have trust that, you know, it's, you know, you just don't know where it's going to end up, but it's going to be a good ride. Yes. Um, and so that's awesome. Just trusting and abiding in him is so key. Yeah. So question I like to ask our guest is, you know, the show is called your why. Mm-hmm. And so we really like to drive down to what is their why, what's their passion behind what they're doing. Um, what would you say your why is behind Houston welcomes refugees and all the work that you're doing? Yes. Well, um, for me and our organization, it's really just being obedient to God's word. The Bible mentions the foreigner, the sojourner over a hundred times in the Bible and talks about loving them and welcoming them. And that's how we were founded, just out of the biblical teachings on God's love for the nations. That is our why. And I think um, by serving for me, by serving and and reaching out to the nations and welcoming them and becoming their friends. I think we see, I see a truer picture of who God is. He loves all people and you get a true, a true insight into his heart when you're out loving his people and meeting other people that are maybe seemingly so different than you. But then as you get to know them, so similar, same wants, same desires of love and acceptance that we all want. Um, So that's been, I guess the why, but the friendships are so meaningful and such a blessing. I think not only to the refugee families, I think it's really easy to see how maybe we think we can be a blessing to a a new family, right? We all need community. I think the winter storm really highlighted that for us as an organization. I'm sure you were the same way. Winter storm happened. Everyone was out of power, out of water. You're texting your friends. Are you guys okay? You can come shower here. We have water right now. And seeing how important community is, everyone needs that. So we, during that that storm, our volunteers stepped in in incredible ways, bringing their refugee families into their home with their heater, their generator, bringing by blankets and water and just loving them well. They might have been in the country for a week, so they didn't know anyone before uh, Houston Welcomes Refugees. So that's been cool to see and just walking alongside each other. But then our volunteers, how it's changed their hearts, getting out of their comfort zone. Maybe um, they are kind of in their bubbles and their community and being friends of the refugee from a different culture. And it's opened their eyes to who God is, who God wants them to be and the work God does in them is really incredible. That's so cool. Um, just the heart that y'all's volunteers have and the people that are there that, you know, here these people are that you've met, you've maybe known for a week if less. And that, yes. 
in the middle of a crisis that is not only affecting them, but is affecting you. And I think that's really hard. Whenever we're being affected by the same crisis, I think we a lot of people like to turn inward. But the fact that um, that Houston Broncos refugees and y'all's volunteers just turn outward, and it's like, okay, hey, yes. I'm in need right now, but let me go out and go out of my way to help the, these people who I also know are in need and how cool and touching that is to hear and how important and probably life changing that is for these people who have been in this process for years of resettlement, come to a country, they don't speak the language, um, they don't have anything and the the fact that they're so well received and loved right off the bat, probably I can't imagine probably the impact that has on their life. It's huge. It's huge for both, but that's my favorite part of it. And what I love to see is the friendships that get built. My parents are serving um, on a welcome team right now, which is so cool to see them step out of their comfort zone. They intended, they're like, well, we'll donate financially. We'll do some welcome kits. Um, But they were encouraged um, to kind of step out and try the welcome team. I think you guys would be great at that. So they did that. The, these people are like their children now and their grandkids, which is kind of nice. Take some pressure off my husband and I to have grandkids. <laughs> they have these sweet um, grandkids now from Afghanistan that are over at their house like every other Saturday swimming in their pool, um, getting to love on them. And it's just enriched my parents' life so much. They just care for these these kids like their own and walk alongside them and just have this beautiful friendship that's been cool to see on both ends. I know how, what a blessing they are to the refugee family that they're serving, but I, I see it more clearly because I know my parents so well, what a blessing the refugee family has been to them. Yeah, that's awesome and so cool to see. Um, is there anything, um, any other stories that maybe you can think of of some like personal impact that you've seen, whether that was something that you were personally involved in or maybe you heard a story from or whatever yeah. within the organization? I think something that's been impacting and like just on my heart the most, um, my husband and I were having dinner with some friends a few months ago that were from Afghanistan, a husband, a wife, and they had a, their son was probably four or five years old and just kind of sharing about our lives, what our lives looked like. Um, we had a, a friend that had recently lost a baby um, late in her pregnancy and we're just kind of talking about how sad we were about that. And they shared that they had left their four-month-old in Afghanistan. They had made the awful decision to get their family unit that they could safely to the U.S. um, before the Taliban took over um, and had to leave their four-month-old infant behind. And so just to know, I can't, I mean, we can't imagine the sadness that is for a mother and a father and a sibling to leave a child behind. But that's the reality for a lot of the families. They're not coming over intact. So to be in their lives, to walk through that with them, as we would any of our friends going through a loss, to walk through that with them was eye-opening for my husband and I. And just knowing that we could be there with them and that they were going to let us in in that way to share that that struggle um, was really beautiful. As hard as it was, everyone needs a friend when they're going through a hard time in life. So to be able to be that for someone was a blessing to us. And I I hope that we were a blessing to them. Yeah, that's wow. I could not even begin to wrap my head around what that must be like. And, you know, you're right. I mean, like I just, the the more and more I talk to people who are involved, um, Houston Wilkins refugees um, and other people that like, 
I just, you know, it's one of those situations where I couldn't wrap my head around it. Um, all the, the, the trauma, all the hardships that they, like they've been through and the fat. And I, I think the thing that always goes back for me, um, I talked a little bit about this last episode is just community and that like th- that, you know, nothing, there's no, like, there's no fixing that problem. There's no. no like, Hey, you should go back. You should go do this just to have someone that can sit there and listen to you and just love you in those moments. I mean, it, it, it's gotta be like, in, like you can't put a price on that No, um, for these families and for these people. And the fact that we as Houstonians and we as Chapelwood get an opportunity to get plugged in and help with that. I mean, how can you sit here, listen to a story like that and not feel pulled to do that? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that God is so sovereign and he brought that family to Houston for a reason. And we're blessed to be able to step in as Houstonians, as the church here to step in in obedience and let God use us to love these families. Well, yeah. I mean, absolutely incredible. Well, uh, Hannah, it's been great having you on two straight episodes. Um, you know, this is, we're figuring this out too. New, yes. <laughs> new format for season five. Hopefully you, the listener, um, are enjoying it as a little bit more bite-sized segments um, and just being able to talk about this stuff. Um, is there anything um, you want to plug it here at the end? Um, maybe re-talk about how people can get involved with Houston Welcomes Refugees. Yes. Well, one, thank you for having me. This has been so fun today and the coffee's been delicious, which helps. <laughs> Um, but how people can get involved. So I, I would just encourage everyone to go check out our website. It's HoustonWelcomesRefugees.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, but on our website, you can find out ways to serve. And the first step is really just to attend an orientation. Learn a little bit more about the refugees in our city. Um, learn about how to get involved. And um, I just ask that you all prayerfully consider um, attending an orientation and then just listening to how God tugs on your heart and convicts you to get plugged in. Yeah. And so I would just encourage y'all real quick that um, if you didn't watch episode one or listen to episode one, go back and listen to it now. Um, really great stuff. Talking more personally about the um, Afghan refugees and what all that looks like more of who's welcome refugees as a whole. Um, and then also, um, if you haven't checked out our season five promo video, go out and go ahead and check that out. Um, I ate a, uh, really spicy chip, uh, made out of a Carolina Reaper and Trinidad scorpion paper. Uh, pepper and talked about the new season so if you want to laugh if you want something you know uh, a little bit more lighthearted, <laughs> uh, go and watch that um, and so um, as always people um, make sure that you're subscribed make sure you leave us a review you like share us um, we just we love doing this and I love being able to sit here and have these amazing conversations with these amazing people and hear how God is moving here in Houston and around the world. Um, and so um, really just go share this positive message um, in a world where there's a lot of negative messages nowadays. We we're out here trying to share some positive ones. And so go ahead and share that. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we're on TikTok now. We also have a YouTube channel. Then you can also find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Um, and so go and find your white people. Love it. <laughs> <laughs>